Catch Sports Daily every Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. On the Sports Daily, go over to Iono, type in Vision View Sports Radio to pick up the podcast for these conversations and across, yeah? Now, more than 130 South African boxers have held world championships, but only four heavyweights from South Africa have captured a globally sanctioned scrap. You have to go all the way back to 1983 for our first who was Khadi Kotsia. There was Corey Sanders in 1997 and also he held the WBO in 2003. And then Mike Bernardo, the WBF champion uh, on the 12th of May. He became WBF champion on the 12th of May in 2000. Francis Boerta, WBF champion. This was a little bit closer, 2009, February of 2009, about that he held till the 10th of April 2010. And come December 3rd, Kevin Lorena will be looking to add his name to this illustrious list of boxing history when he takes on Daniel Dubois all the way out in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, London. He joins us now on the phone line, talk to us about this fight, getting it over the line, and also his preparations therein. Kevin, two guns, Lorena. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, Kevin. A pleasure to have you on the show again. Um, we've spoken quite a bit in the past. I think we've spoken on three different occasions before some of your, your bigger fights into the heavyweight division. I think we spoke after your last fight at Cruiser and around some of your, your bigger fights. I think the Marius Vajon as well. Um, this is certainly one of your biggest moments so far. Where are your thoughts, emotions and feeling at, at this moment? Most, most definitely. This is the heavyweight division. This is the glamour division and this is the pinnacle. So for me, it's just great to be here. I'm soaking up the moment, working hard. And it's just business as usual, you know. Obviously, the the venue's different, the country's different, but we're there to fight, and two men will be centering and fighting, so it makes no difference to me. But I'm just grateful to be given this opportunity, and it shows that hard work pays off, and we're doing big things for South African boxing, and that's the most important thing. I aim to put South African boxing back on the map where it belongs. Absolutely, Kevin. Now, immediately after, almost immediately after that Marius Vach fight, you, you put out a tweet saying you've a massive fight coming up, um, I heard whispers that th- this wasn't the only fight that was offered to you, the Daniel Dubois fight. Was there another one? There were there were two or three fights offered to me mm-hmm. after the Marius fight. We opted for the Daniel Dubois fight because the WBA world title and obviously the boxing in UK is buzzing and it's the biggest uh, the epicenter of boxing in the world at the moment. So uh, that's why we opted to go to the UK and I'm just looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a tremendous experience, Kevin. You also did say now, after having signed the fight to fight Daniel Dubois, that there were issues on his side in terms of him agreeing to the agreement. Just take us through the contractual negotiations and how you managed to navigate through it. Well, to be honest, he didn't want to fight me. They, his promoter said they were finding me risky. They found me a high-risk fight in a southpaw cruiserweight. They didn't want to fight me. So I put pressure on them by using social media as a tool. I said, this is boxing. Fight me. The best must fight the best. This is the pinnacle of the sport. And either one of us are going to go on and fight Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk, Joshua, any of those guys next. So I put pressure from my side, and I think the pressure worked. And uh, listen, it's a fight. Daniel Dubois is a beast of a fighter. But I bring something different to the table. And come December 3rd, the world's going to see that. What did it feel like to have the champ in your corner? I know at some point you may be on opposite sides, but for Tyson Fury to get behind you and almost push Daniel Dubois to take this fight, what did that feel like? Yeah, that's just crazy. It's surreal. I mean, no one asked him to do it. He went out there and did that himself because the world is recognizing what I'm doing. Just this kid from South Africa who's doing things that it's unimaginable. People, Many people said when I turned pro, I was never going to make it. You know, There's a lot of naysayers and critics that are going to keep very quiet now. We're earning pounds sterling. And this is what I told people. We have a plan. 
And if you follow me and you follow my plan, we're going to go on to achieve greatness and get into a world title fight. And that has always been my plan. And look where we are now. So this is just a testament. And I want to be an inspiration for kids out there. Don't give up. Work hard. But most importantly, don't stop dreaming. Because if you dream something, you can achieve it if you work hard. Yeah. 90,000 people. Uh, Kevin, that's the number. That's the estimated number who will turn out for that fight. Let's talk about the intangibles, yeah, before we talk about preparations, etc. How do you prepare your mind, your body, for, for the shock of 90,000 people in an arena that big? By absorbing the moment and appreciating the moment. You know, you get these opportunities once in a lifetime. Some people will never get these opportunities. So that alone is motivation. Soak it up and absorb it. But I'm mentally very strong. You know, I come from a, a sporting background, rugby and, you know, BMT is what it's all about. And that's something that I bring to the table. I might not be the most talented, but no one will outwork me. No one will outwork me. And no one has my big match temperament. So when it comes to that, that's all I've got to stay focused on. You've had now two fights, yeah, at heavyweight. If someone said maybe a few more fights before you started taking the, the top level guys, what would you say? Uh, it's hard to say that mm. because you've got people saying Marina needs a big fight now. Then you've got people saying... Lorena's fighting, needs more time in the division. Yeah. Then you, you know, so you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. This is unfortunately a sport where keyboard warriors and the critics with no credentials have the opportunity to talk behind the keyboard. So we need to take initiative and need for ourselves. Um, I've had 50 professional fights. He's at 18. I'm more experienced than him. So let's go. So fight, man. This is what it's all about. This yeah. is boxing. This yeah. is boxing. This is a fight. You know, this is what the people want to see. The pinnacle of the sport. Uh, it's a business, but it's also a fight. And that's mm. what it is. It's just a mm. fight. You know what I mean? Mm. Obviously, Marius Vach was, was probably your biggest test. And I mean that literally in terms of his size. Um, but it, it varies in terms of the, the types of athletes you'll fight, uh, particularly in the heavyweight division. Where are you at with your weight right now? Are you comfortable? Uh, I think in pound, you were 233 going to that Marius Vach fight. Do you want to stay there? Or are you hoping to put on some weight as you go deep I into this division? Uh, I'm losing weight. I want to lose weight for my next fight. I don't plan on staying there. 233 was a bit heavy for me. I want to come in at about 225. I like, I'm nice and explosive at that weight. Weight, you know, they big guys. They have their weight behind them. But what I bring to the table is speed, explosive power, uh, head movement. And, and that's what I want to stay positive about. And by putting on those extra pounds, you can slow down a little bit. And I don't want that. So I'll be actually looking to come to this fight at about 103, 102 kilograms, which is about 220, 225 pounds. Let's talk about the training. I mean, I was looking at your fight rec and I, and I realized that this is one of the quickest turnarounds you've had in, in quite some time, at least. I mean, how does that change preparations at all? Um, you're coming out of a fight camp and almost immediately going into another one. It suits me better because um, there's no long wait between fights. You don't have the, the time to switch off, you know. So, I mean, I just fought a 12-round fight, call it five weeks ago, and now I'm in training camp for a 12-round fight in five weeks' time. So my body's got that ring fitness. I've, I've been in the ring for 12 rounds five weeks ago. That's match fitness you cannot buy. So I'm in a good positive space. So now it's about upping the, uh, ramping up the training and uh, peaking at the right time. And that's when my, my team, myself, and my conditioning team come into play. Let's talk about your travel plans, uh, Kevin. I mean, it'll be your first time fighting abroad. Uh, at some point, we had the sense that you would only take fights out here in South Africa. At least that was, that was my feeling. Um, how are you preparing for that trip? When will you be traveling? What can you tell us about all your plans? Uh, it's not my first time fighting abroad. I fought overseas four times. Oh, okay. Correction. Yeah, uh, yeah listen, I'll leave about 10 days before. Give me enough time to acclimatize 
in the last seven days, you don't do much besides shopping up and, and stay explosive. So uh, I've done it four times. I know what I have to do. And it's, like I said, it's no different. It's a different country. Mm. If you were to, I'm, I'm sure you're doing the mental prep, Kevin. How do you envisage this fight going if it's going to your favor? Excuse me? How do you envisage this fight playing out? Listen, Daniel Dubois is a strong fighter. We're going to have to see on the night what's in front of us. You know, they're going to come with a game plan. We're going to come with our game plan. And we need to see what's in front of us. It's very hard to say what I'm going to do. But I, what I am going to promise, I'm going to be explosive, tenacious, as I always am in all my fights. And then that's what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. But like I said, I, I can't tell you what's going to happen. I know what, I'm only going to know what's going to happen when I see what's in front of me. And I'll start to see what he's doing because I'll shut him out. Yeah. But uh, it's very... Hard for me to say, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and that, because fights don't look like that, you know. When the man's standing in front of me, it's very different to what you see on YouTube reels. So I'm going to have to see what's in front of me on the night, and then I'll, I'll navigate accordingly. Yeah. The heavyweight division is, is wide open at the moment. There's a lot of big fights outside of the guys who own the belts. But if you're to win this fight, do you say Tyson Fury, uh, should he win also possibly next, uh, Alexandre Usyk next, or are there other guys that you're looking at and thinking they could also push you further up the line? Well, you see, we can't look, overlook Daniel Dubois, but mm. in the event uh, we beat this guy, the world's at our feet because we're mandatory for the WBA Super Belt against Usyk, and then there's the heavyweight division is a very unclear division where guys um, are not fighting each other. Example, Fury and uh, Joshua's fight fell apart and didn't happen. And then, you you know, you got like uh, Fury and Usyk that's meant to happen. If that doesn't happen, then there's Lorena in the mix. So you just got to stay open-minded and, and wait for opportunity. The heavyweight division is a very, it's a crazy division to explain it. It's always, it's always lively. It's always got curveballs thrown at you. You know, you can't, it's hard to predict. You've got to be in the moment. And when the moment comes, take it with opportunity like we've done here. Yeah. I know this is not primary on your mind, but have you thought about the walkout yet? Of course, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, I know what my, my ring music is, uh, I use all the time. And as I said, in front of a couple of, of 90, 70, 90,000 people, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's going to soak up the moment. I'm looking forward to the moment. I'm going to bask in it and soak it up. And, and when the bell goes, we're going to rumble. Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Listen, Kev, I wish you nothing but the best. Um, I know you will be successful out there in the UK. I would love to see that WBL strap, WBA strap come home. And then the future is very bright for you going forward. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. As always, appreciate your time. Two guns. Uh, we'll do it again Thank very you. soon. Man, i got to ask Thank lastly, you. before I let you go, I know you and your wife, uh, and you can correct me on this one. First responders, yeah? I know maybe a lot of people don't know that side of you. Yes. Yes, you are correct. My, my wife is a paramedic and I'm an AA and uh, it's something that I do. Um, it's phenomenal what the first responders do out there mm. and uh, a great amount of respect to all of them and that's what I wanted to get the qualification for because I respect them so much so yeah so shout out to all first responders two days ago was World Trauma Day so shout out to everybody yeah brilliant Kev listen thank you for the good work I mean not, not too many uh, people can say that the heavyweight champion is also a first responder so that's absolutely brilliant we appreciate your time we'll do it again very soon Kevin we're rooting for you yeah Thank you, guys. I appreciate all the love and support. And once again, thank you for getting behind me. I appreciate it. Without the media and without the media support, we are nothing as athletes. And let's not forget that. All right, two guns. Thanks so much. We'll do it again very yes, soon. Cheerio. Yes, yes. Sports Daily, every Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m.